Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog checking in with you once again, week 12 around the league. Let's just jump right into it. I apologize for the delay. I definitely was sick as a dog or coughing up some extra stuff. If you're in California, you know what we're dealing with. Everybody's got it. All my homies got it. Everybody's got it. My family's got it. So I apologize. Um, I'm going to try to make it through this one. But if I do have to pause the thing and go cough up my lung, uh, it is what it is. So around the league, week 12, Cowboys smashed the Commanders. Uh, Ron Rivera, his days are numbered. It, it's sad over there. 49ers smashed the Seahawks. Geno Smith is back to being Geno Smith. And the Seahawks are basically flightless without Kenneth Walker because they had no running game at all. Dolphins smashed the Jets. Zach Wilson, enough said. Bucks lose to the Colts. Todd Bowles um, has not produced. He sucked. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I'm glad he's not our, our coach at this point. And that's all a result of them giving up on Bruce Arians for the Tom Brady fantasy. And now that Tom Brady has left, they sure do wish they had Bruce Arians back in that seat. But that's not realistic anymore. So good luck. Somebody needs to get Bruce Arians as their head coach. That dude can coach his ass off. Um Patriots lost to the Giants. That was just a battle of bad teams. We're not even going to waste time on that one. Um, Steelers beat the Bengals. Najee Harris looked good. Been a while since anybody said that. Pickett didn't turn the ball over. He, he you know, ball management. So that was that was good. He didn't put up big TDs, but he didn't turn it over. And the Bengals without Joe Burrow is just heartbreaking. Um, I typically root for the Bengals after all their years of losses. However. That was a hard game to watch. That was very difficult. Uh, Chase, he's going to end up getting hurt and playing and trying to be something special right now, and it's 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 really sad. They should probably they should probably look at keeping uh, Chase healthy. That's all I got to say on that one. Panthers lost to the Titans. Total rebuild in effect for Carolina. Now at one and ten, the Titans without AJ Brown is it's just not fair for Derrick Henry. I watch those games and it hurts my heart. The safety is constantly in the box. There's nobody they have to respect on the outside. That was a horrible trade for the Titans, and A.J. Brown has done nothing but executed and performed over there in Philly. Jaguars versus the Titans. This was a fun game to watch, a battle of two great defenses, um, and it just resulted in the best quarterback one going forward. Trevor Lawrence definitely outplayed uh, Stroud and not by much. So a great game, a fun one to go back and watch if you're actually looking for a game to go back this weekend. Speaking of which, if those that don't know, I do wait 24 to 48 hours for the NFL Plus subscription to come up with the all 22 camera angles. I love them, absolutely. It gives me the ability to watch all the players on the field instead of being stuck down to the camera view of the television, which is more focused for the entertainment value. I like to watch the schemes and things actually break down so I can tell who actually missed the assignment. Oh, check it out, man. Check it out. All 22 if you have the NFL subscription on the mobile phone. I don't know how the hell you can get it on the computer because I watch mine on there as well. So Falcons beat the Saints. Uh, Ritter throws two more interceptions in a win. So... It's bad. I know they spent a first round draft pick on Ritter and he has not performed. I know I have him on one of my DraftKings all uh NFL all day or best ball teams where you can't change him. He's stuck there and I don't think he's made my starting lineup once. I mean he just 
been trash since he's got in the league, honestly. But wish him the best. Hopefully they can get it together. They got a win. Saints put up uh, like 422 yards. Put up over 400 yards, but it was just field goal, field goal, field goal, and they had more penalties. Uh, That's the recipe for defeat in this league. So Rams beat the Cardinals. Good thing Murray is as mobile as he is because dude was running for his life. It's not even fair for that guy back there. The quarterback was not their solution. They got a lot of problems over there in Carolina. Browns lost to the Broncos without Watson. The Browns are pretty much hopeless. They're like playing a game of poker where you can't use aces. I mean, everybody just has them outmatched. It's just not fair with the contract that they gave Watson. Um, Without him, they basically lost most of their resources. So reap what you sow. You basically sabotaged the NFL quarterback uh, situation when it came to their negotiating tables. You definitely screwed the NFL, and now you get to pay the price. I know owners are sitting back watching, laughing at you, but you still uh, definitely change the way that quarterbacks get paid in the league. So congratulations on that, and congratulations on what you have accomplished since. Bills fall to the Eagles in a heavyweight slugfest. This was a beautiful fight, beautiful game. Josh Allen was that guy until he wasn't. Um, Congratulations to Jalen Hurts. He just constantly produces under pressure, so congratulations. Chief beat the Raiders. No surprise here. The head coach was not the issue. The Raiders, I know the fairy tale was cool, but it's uh they gotta change their ownership. As long as those Davis family owns it, I mean it's just it's a bad culture over there. I know I've lived around Raider fans my entire life. Most of my friends are Raider fans and it's disgusting. Not a Raiders not a Raiders person at all. Loved watching them lose and Chiefs, we're coming for you. Actually, you're coming to Lambo this week. So welcome, baby. Welcome. We're gonna get that ass. And Nick Bolton might even be playing. I, I know he's getting close to returning. Hopefully he doesn't return this week um, for Packer fans because that, that, he can ball his ass off. Uh, on the other hand, I'll get to that, but it looks like we got Devondre Campbell coming back. That'll be beautiful. Ravens beat the Chargers. Um, Chargers, man, three fumbles and an INT. That, that just kills it for the Chargers. It was all their key players. We're talking about Keenan Allen, Eckler, and Herbert all lost a fumble, and then the INT, of course. On the other flip side for the Ravens, Odell Beckham, he's back, baby. He looked healthy. He looked great. Um, So did Isaiah Likely uh, with Mark Andrews out due to injury. We had Likely in the game. Likely was balling his ass off. And Lamar Jackson, I mean, just watching him is priceless. He reminds me of watching Michael Vick back in the day, and Michael Vick was something very special. I remember watching him with Atlanta. There was nothing like it to that point. It was just something remarkable and Lamar is that guy. It's just amazing to watch. So uh, nothing but congratulations to all of them over there. I love what the Harbaugh and them do over there, um, especially with the defense. They're always defensive-minded and always building a defense, and they have just enough offense to keep you, you know, just either way they can beat you. So Bears beat the Vikings. Why can't they both lose? We'll be honest. Uh, Joshua Dobbs is the fairy tale is over. The Vikings are a shell of themselves without Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. It's uh, Joshua Dobbs. I think he threw something like four INTs. It was just sad to watch, but not sad to watch because I really I, I wanted the Bears to win due to records, but I don't want the Bears to win. So it's like, what do you want me to do? I just watched it, and I was hoping for a tie or something. I really didn't care, but a loss for the better, you know, better, uh, better ranking team. That's all we could hope for, I guess. All right, over to the Packers. Versus the Lions. Packers at the Lions because we went to Detroit and whooped that booty. We whooped that ass on Thanksgiving, man. We ate them lion legs up. 
what a game, what a game. So to break it down for you, uh, our inactives, Devondre Campbell, which was surprising to me. I watched an interview with him the day before. Jahir Alexander, Rudy Ford, Devondre Wicks, Aaron Jones, Joshua DeGora, Luke Musgrave, Eric Stokes, and Darnell Savage, which those three are on IR, looking like they may be coming back this week. Not Luke Musgrave, but at least it looks like Eric Stokes and Darnell Savage have a chance to be back here in the next week or two. So we're missing some key pieces. Let's get to the headlines and what you already know. Headlines are going to tell you about Jay Love and Jordan Love and his 22 of 32, 268 yards, three TDs. You already know the story on that one. Christian Watson, five receptions, 94 yards, and a TD. Beautiful performance, besides your blocking. A.J. Dillon, 14 carries, 43 yards. That was hurting. Rashawn Gary, three sacks. That was beautiful. Carlson, another missed extra point. He also missed a field goal, but we don't hold that against him. It was at the end of the half. He it was out of range. He kicked it. The guy was even able to return it. So it was straight. It was online. Just didn't have the leg behind it. Not your fault. It was actually a beautiful kick and got very close. I forget how far it was, 60-something. But what a boot, what a boot, what a boot. Here's what you won't hear. Our O-line kicked ass. I mean, it was especially in pass coverage. Run coverage, it's a, it's difficult. It's difficult to tell with A.J. Dillon. I'll get into why. Um, he definitely doesn't move laterally. There's no jump cuts out of his game, so it's like open the hole or he's just going to pound where the hell he's going. Hey, nothing against it. Definitely take that approach when I'm drunk and I come home after the bars, you know what I mean? But, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, let's not get into that. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, the O-line, they kicked ass, man. I loved everything about it. I watched that film over and over. I think that's why it took so long um, until the end. I mean, halfway through the fourth quarter, we, we were almost flawless on that O-line. It was beautiful. Our defense played as a unit, um, 140 rushing yards compared to 211 last time. So we were able to cut that down. That was a huge help, a huge help, especially since all the same players were playing. So it's not like somebody wasn't there that really made that big of a difference, um, especially with us missing Devondre Campbell and Rudy Ford, two guys that definitely make an impact, when it, especially when it comes to run defense. McDuffie did decent. I'll get into those performances, but... Uh, we can definitely I'm, – I'm super happy to see Devondre Campbell coming back, especially with Walker playing a decent game. Um, expect, you know, a little attitude at the end. We can talk about that, his discipline, but that's shown over time with his little bullshit penalties and pushing coaches and pushing medical officials and da-da-da. But get all into that. Special teams was awesome, especially our punting. Um, I think it's Daniel Wheaton, I believe it is. Uh, congratulations, man. One hell of a performance. I mean, he deserves it. And even Shamir Jean Charles jumped in there and made a great stop at the goal line to get the ball on the three. So special teams, amazing performance, amazing. Kenny Clark was worth it every penny. That's what they won't tell you, but if you watch the actual tape, give it up to the guy, San Marino native right there. Yes, sir. So Kenny Clark was everywhere, man. He was the disruptor. He was just a nuisance. He literally pushed an O-linesman almost 10 yards into the backfield, just had him in reverse. The dude's going to cost number 60 his job. I mean, you just go back and watch the tape on Kenny Clark. Man, It was beautiful, beautiful performance. Everybody, man, just amazing, amazing. Packers, hold it down. Go, Pack, go. Coaching. Uh, there were definitely some uh, – I'm, I'm, I'm going to question some things, but to give props where due, the Packers came out ready. They were prepared to play, so they came out uh, guns blazing. I loved it. I loved they knew where the mismatch was on the outside. They had the three-high safety look. They took full advantage with 
Uh, Dobbs going up one side and Watson going up the other. Love used his eyes to get that safety over and then was able to drop it to Watson. What they won't tell you was that ball was underthrown, but we can get to all that when it comes down to it. Coaching-wise, I liked the play calling. I heard LaFleur say, you almost even called that play off. But Jordan Love was like, nah, I like it. So give it give it to him. I like the the that approach. I do question our failed two-point conversion of which it, it was just – we had way too much going on, ball throwing here, 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 and it's like, what the hell are you doing? We don't, we don't need no laterals, man. We don't need Jordan Love trying to catch no pass, just run a damn ball, throw a pass. You know what I mean? You have a quarterback for a reason. You don't need wide receivers throwing. Just too fancy, too fancy. And as it, defensively, I had to question when Preston Smith was lined up in the slot. If anybody watched it, I mean, he was literally lined up against the slot receiver. I think it was Reynolds. Reynolds took off for over 15 yards, just ran right past him. Even Preston Smith was looking around like, somebody going to help me here? And it, it, that was a bad one, but that was pretty much it. There was, For the most part, coaching did very good. So I'm actually giving coaching an A-. minus. We'll rank coaching A-. minus. Offense, we're giving it a B plus. They came out hot, but they definitely, we only put up 29, and we had a lot of turnovers in their territory. Defense, we're giving them an A. And special teams, we're giving it an A-. minus. So altogether, a beautiful performance. There were some individuals that didn't perform to those levels, but overall, I thought it was it was well done. So, coaching wise, like I said, they were prepared. The offense came out to the hottest start yet. The O line's communication has improved tremendously. Um, it works well with the missing pieces. The defense was simple yet effective, and with all the missing pieces, that's exactly what you got to do. Simple uh, special teams they shined. Everybody except for Carlson who missed the field goal. And an extra point. Um, it's just been a while since we had a special teams unit to be proud of. So thank you all. Great job. Great job. Go, Pat. Go, baby. Go, Pat. Go. Offense, Jordan Love, he balled out, man. He made very good decisions throughout the great, the game. He had great mobility. Um, he performed beautifully with the touch on the passes. There was nothing you could really hate on him. However, the first pass, we'll be honest, it was underthrown again. I still question his... Uh, his ability to throw that deep ball just because if he puts it out in front of Watson, I mean, Watson's gone. Watson had to come back for that ball. Ends up, you know, they end up going down and scoring a touchdown, but those types of things against good teams, you need to hit them in stride on that deep ball and get out of there. I mean, that was a that was a play you planned on. That was your first play. You just hit him in stride. Watch it again, folks. You'll see he has to come back for the ball. He does make a great play on the ball. People are questioning Watson's ability to go up for the ball at contact and that showed a great ball adjustment and showed his ability to come back, elevate over the defender, make the catch, instead of being able to catch it on stride and going for seven. But thankful it was a good play. Reed, um, uh, let's see, the, the TD pass to Reed, it's very questionable. Um, it looks like the most one of the most beautiful passes you'll ever see on tape. If you see him thread the needle, we'll call it. It looks like it goes behind Watson's head and front of the defender's face hits Dobbs or was it Dobbs? No, it was Reed hits Reed right in the numbers. It's one of the most beautiful passes that I think was, I mean, that close. It was just a bad, I think it was bad timed. It could have hit Watson in the back of the head. You have a deflected ball down there in the goal line. That's an interception. Most of the time it went right in front of the defender's head. If it hits a defender's head, it's also an interception. So he did thread the needle. It was beautiful. It was picture perfect. You probably won't see a better, pass you know precise tight window pass this season by another quarterback but 
I don't think it was the best decision. Um, I wouldn't bank on that. Uh, if anything, the ball is going to be banking off a helmet and lead to a decision. So I do got to question that. But other than that, it was awesome. I mean, even the tape came out awesome. It's just I really question if that was the window he was trying to fit it in or if there was a he thought something was going to be different because it, it was beautiful. It was beautiful, but that was a tight window. Um, wide receivers. Wide receivers all pitched in. Uh, it was awesome. Everybody kind of did their own little – everybody had an opportunity, took advantage of it, so that was very well done. The blocking was ass, uh, especially the wide receiver blocking. It needs to improve. That all goes back to Watson. I mean, Reed missed a huge block right before his TD catch. I mean, coming around the end, he even points to himself right after the play when A.J. Dillon gets cracked because if he would have picked up that block, it would have been an easy 10-yard, 15-yard gain. Reed missed it, just clearly missed the defender coming up. Um, Christian Watson had three pathetic block attempts. I mean, I could pull them up. I'm not sure how the copyrights work. I should be doing the videos while I'm doing them and just cut them being like, look, this is what I actually see. Cause Christian Watson had three pathetic blocking attempts. And I believe they were all in the box. So when you bring them in trying to hit those guys, he, he ain't trying to hit nobody, let him go run the routes, let him go make the catches. But he showed, um, that he does not have that willingness to go lighten anybody up. And Tyler Kraft performed his own share of failed blocks, which was expected. Our tight ends have not been blocking sensations um, by any means. And with Degora out, with um, Luke out, Musgrave out, I wish we had the big guy, Mercedes Lewis. You know what I mean? You're still a Packer in my eyes, but you're also uh, a Jaguar. So, But just big shout out. I love his career. I love his career. But yes, yes, so. Jump in, O-line was flawless um, for three and a half quarters. I mean, basically flawless in the sense of they did not miss an assignment. They they, they may have lost a one-on-one, but they were a f- aware of who they had, and they stuck on them. A pure example is Aiden Hutchinson had one tackle. I mean, well done, mostly Tom, but just the O-line. Aiden Hutchinson is a beast. He is a baller. He is one of the best in the league, and to keep him to one tackle is tremendous no sacks you know what I mean he did have a couple pressures but loves mobility was able to get him out of those compromising situations so just well done by Tom and the O-line I loved the communication I was watching Myers Jenkins and whoever was on the end at that time um, they would switch off who, who was there a lot of it was Nyman uh, they were just communicating so well they would sit there and they would have a discussion pre-snap and just hey I'm we're going we, we understand where we're going it was great pickup uh, blitz pickup there was a lot of stunts of the defensive line and they were picked up well by the offense um i know runyon missed a couple i gotta give you know give it where due but one of the times he was locked up with hutchinson and the stunt came around the backside he just stayed connected to hutchinson can't blame him i would have done the same damn thing because that's the person you're worried about the other defender i think it was a linebacker was able to make it around the outside myers the center was not able to flip around to catch him in time and he applied pressure to love caused an incomplete pass but Little things, but for the most part, flawless offensive line. That that was awesome. Um, this is all pass defense. Their run defense is questionable. Just they don't get the push. Um, it's definitely more of a stand your guard type offense. We we don't get the push on the defense. I mean, on the runs. But hey, that's that's beyond me. I'm not an offensive guru. I could watch this stuff and tell you what's happening. But how and if you can make that batch of individuals then perform a run i i don't know that's that's a that's a beyond my pay grade i'd love for an offensive guy to, to let me know i'm sure you, you just have to add some pieces at that point 
I don't know how you're going to reshape people that aren't great at run defense, but maybe it's possible with technique. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. So, A.J. Dillon, we love him, man. Us as Packer fans, we love A.J. Dillon. We love uh, Aaron Jones. And I, I got to say, he, A.J. Dillon, he lacks lateral movement. I mean, I just watched it. There was no type of cuts. There was nothing side to side. There was no patience, especially watching Le'Veon Bell and those special runners. A.J. Dillon is not that. He's a big bruiser. He's going to go straight, give him a direction, let him go. Over the period of a game, he can definitely you know hurt some people, and they're not going to want to tackle him anymore. But with his groin injury and him not being at 100% as is, Fred Taylor did not do bad. He did fail some, you know, some, some pass, uh, some blitz pickups, but we're used to it with him. I think that's why he's never made it or, you know, got the cut to begin with. It's just, he lacks the little things, the little things. He had a few snaps and he, again, you know, just failed in blitz pickup. He's got to work on that. He did what he could with the, uh, when he had the ball in his hands, but just when you're not, when you don't have the ball in your hands, you got to make that better. I know he's been in the league long enough. If he hasn't got it now, good luck. Good luck. So AJ Dillon, man, we love you, but we got to We got to get him some help. He's not expected to run the whole game. I don't know what we're supposed to do at this point. Um, dang, it would have been nice to get, you know, Fred Taylor over there from the Colts. We were looking at Taylor from the Colts, man, if we would have had him, it would have been a different, different year for sure. But ifs aren't going to get us anywhere. Defense, 22 points allowed while missing some key pieces on the back. Um, what can you say about it? it? It was just beautiful. I mean, the D-line, I already said Kenny Clark was just a disruptor. He's going to cost number 60 his job. T.J. Slayton was consistently unmovable unless he was double teamed. He didn't get much penetration, but he did not move, man. They do one-on-one. You, good luck beating them. Wyatt and Brooks, they both had splash plays. They showed some great potential. Uh, Van Ness, he had a lot more playing time than he has. Didn't make the the splash plays. Didn't show up consistently. Has some things to work on, but showed great acceleration, great speed, and he'll get there. He'll get there. Linebackers, um, Smith, he constantly, consistently sealed the edge. So I was thankful for that. Not many splash plays, but he did, you know, do his fair share. He might have caused a fumble, actually, at one point. Rashawn Gary, he went straight beast mode. Uh, Walker, he played well until the last drive. He just had a straight lack of mental discipline. You can see it by his demeanor after he makes the play, just the way he walks off nonchalantly and just holding his head and just there's something really going on, but I don't blame him too much. I'm sure that's more in his upbringing and something that he was not a tool that was not placed in his toolbox to put it there now later in life is very, very difficult and uh, just my heart goes out to him, man. My heart goes out to him. I'm sure we could look at his household and how he grew up, but it's just there's a lack of discipline going on. Clearly been shown over the years with his play and just his uh, unsportsmanlike penalties and the pushing of the the medical staff and the coaches, and he has a real lack of discipline, and it showed at the very last drive, kind of the last, you know, uh, half of the fourth quarter. He just didn't want to be in the game, it looked like. McDuffie was disappointing, um, to say the least. I mean, there were some big plays. He, he definitely made some pop plays, but he spent some time in reverse and on his back. And he also got he got sent airborne. I mean, he went just flying. Somebody hit him from the side, and he went flying. But it was just making a tackle going backwards. You know, I think about the greats like Ray Lewis. He never saw that type of stuff. But he was just, um, instead of knowing where to go, he's kind of waiting, waiting. When the running back gets to him, he's just falling backwards, tackling the guy, and it's it is very sad. To see. Like I said, disappointing. You never want to see that on tape. However, he did make some good plays. He fought through some blockers and made some plays in the backfield that looked beautiful. 
but those I, they just they stuck with me, man. They were disappointing. So I can't wait to see uh, uh, Devondre Campbell get back in the lineup. Looks like he may be doing it. So woo, got a stinger. I was really hoping he'd play last week, but he didn't play. He didn't play. I don't know, man. I don't know. Come on, Devondre. We need you out there, player. But hey, your health is more important. So get well, player. Get well. Um, let's see. Secondary. Jonathan Owens came to ball, man. Give that dude a round of fucking applause. Woo, man. Great, great play. Great play by Jonathan Owens. Um, He took last week's taped personal. You can tell that missed tackle on that first touchdown that he missed last week. Uh, he came out, and he was not having the same. It, it wasn't going down like that this time. He was coming out there and making those tackles. So came out. He was popping, man. That, that was beautiful. Nixon has been consistent in the slot and returning, so good job, Nixon. Anthony Johnson played well. He definitely had some pop in there. He definitely missed some plays, could have played a little better, but played consistent. Carrington Valentine uh, displays more intensity after deflecting a pass than he ever will towards tackling. That's what I've got to say on his thing. I I listened to somebody this morning talking about, well, you know, are they even going to put Eric Stokes back in? You clearly aren't watching the tape. Just keep watching the stats because, yes, on stats, he hasn't been challenged much. You know, you got Ballantyne on the other other side. They're picking on Ballantyne. He was, I think, like nine targets this past week. Yeah, they're just picking on Ballantyne. He was exposed, but he continued to fight. So I love seeing that out of Valentine. That's Ballantyne. Carrington Valentine has not been tested much. When he has, he just gets crazy after I mean, any type of pass deflection or breakup or incomplete. He's just wilding out. There were some tackles that he definitely could have wild out and made, but he does not. He is not looking for that contact. Well, I see it in him. It's not that dog. So we can say we can say you know I can put on some tape with Jahir. We can put on some tape with Carrington Valentine. I'll show you what I'm talking about. So Corey Valentine, I like the dog in him. He continues to fight, but he's definitely getting targeted and exposed. Can't wait to have Jahir Alexander back, especially with Eric Stokes coming. The timing's right, folks. The timing is right. Off to special teams, we had three punts inside of the 10-yard lines. Give it up for them. Give it up. Give it up. That's beautiful, man. That's a, like I said, Daniel Whelan or whatever, and Shamir Jean Charles, both of them give you props on that one. Carlson's missed 60-yarder, I believe, 60-plus-yard field goal. That's expected. Missed extra point. Oh, not this again. Man, You haven't been with us long enough to deserve those. So, come on, man. Got to get that together. Kickoff coverage team played well and no stupid mistakes or penalties. We don't miss the guy from last week, and he was cut, so we ain't even going to bring him up no more. So that's go, Pat, go. We got the Chiefs coming in town. Definitely got to get ready for that one. That's going to be a that's gonna be exciting. Andy Reid, he's definitely going to outcoach us. I don't think there's any question in the coaching stats who's going to win that one. Quarterback, they got us beat, um, but we got a lot of potential over here in Jordan Love, so – very excited to see Mahomes come into town. Kelsey, I believe he's playing. I haven't heard anything saying he won't. So we need Devondre Campbell. We need those, you know, those uh, linebackers to be ready, especially if we can get Ford back because we can put Ford down there and try to get some coverage on him. Or Darnell Savage is pretty good as well. He's always done decent with covering the tight ends. Hopefully we can get these pieces back. We could really use them. Like I said, the Chiefs might get Nick Bolton back. That's kind of concerning. I believe McKinnon has been out also, possibly. I believe he's coming back. Um, I wouldn't mind Nick Bolton missing one more week, man. That dude is one hell of a stud linebacker. Um, definitely have a lot of his rookie cards here on file. And I'm super excited to see James Tony back. I, I got his rookie card right here as well. And 
He doesn't produce, but he can. That dude is fast as hell, and he's one hell of a talent. I'm surprised he has not produced more um, up until this point. So we got to watch for him. You already know, Packer Nation, my heart goes out with y'all. Uh, it's definitely going to be Go Pack Go all day. We're going to jump off of this, get back, hang out with the family a little more. Um, I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. I'll definitely try to get some, possibly get another. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Today's Monday. I get a, I get a pregame in. We'll definitely cover some Q&A and do some of that and maybe even covering a little sports card, what we're doing in that aspect. So love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. This is Bob Dog, and I'm out. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.